Blog Talk Radio. Talk radio show. I'm your host, Minister G.R. Harden. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a wonderful show scheduled for you uh, on this evening. And a show that um, really was inspired by this sister um, named Tavia Cruz. And um, this wonderful sister, Tavia Cruz, is, is um, she's a makeup artist and uh, out of Dallas, Texas. But um, she's, she's um, well, a well-known uh, makeup artist, and um, she resides in, in in Texas and also in Atlanta, but she travels all over the world, uh, being uh, the, the glamour uh, for many uh, entertainers and athletes and so on and so forth. And, but um, and I follow this sister because because she's she she's posted a lot of um, YouTube videos, um, not primarily just about makeup and how to put on makeup for women and so on and so forth. But she also uh, has posted uh, several videos uh, dealing with relationships, and uh, she did several on, on dating in Atlanta and, and, and so on and so forth and, what the, and, and the do's and don'ts of that uh, uh, situation. But um, this morning uh, she posted something on, on Instagram, and she was talking about uh, friends and friendship. That finally, that really uh, touched touched me, uh, touched my spirit uh, in a way because um, she was just, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna paraphrase uh, what, what she was writing about. But basically, she was writing about um, uh, having a friend that she has been there for them from day one, uh, rather die, and she's done, uh, she's gone above and beyond for this friend because she loved this friend, and and and, and she's a a very uh, trustworthy, uh, um, caring, loving, and um, true friend, so to speak. But nevertheless, in this in this uh, post that she uh, left on Instagram, she was talking about having friends that um, aren't there uh, for you and do not and does not uh, support you when you need them. But yet, when they were going through uh, life circumstances and uh, near-death experience and breakups and abuses and all this and that, uh, she was there. And nevertheless, uh, now that the, the tables have turned, and this friend, who I'm assuming they, they were at, at a gala, uh, this friend uh, pretty much ignored her and um, did not support her, or or, or more or less. Uh, Pretended to be like she didn't know her. 
because she was around other prominent people and so on and so forth that that she may have known but didn't want to didn't want to put a friend on uh, to meet these people, uh, these movers and shakers. And then when she confronted them, they got brand new. What's he talking about? What? Girl, you must be. No, you know they do. So I want to dedicate this show, man, to, to my dear sister, this beautiful sister, man, uh, Miss Tavia Cruz, um, Texas finest. Uh, again, she's a wonderful, wonderful makeup artist. You, you, you can go to uh, Instagram, Tavia Cruz. You, you, you can go to her YouTube videos, Tavia Cruz. She's a, you know, she 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 has so much character that I, this is a, is TV TV made man. She's ready for TV because she has such a such a a, a charismatic personality that she has it. she has the it factor, and and I believe her friends may know that, and and they are probably jealous of that. And there's no doubt about that because, you know, I never met the sister, but the sister, she just has it. <laughs> I mean, you, you check her out for yourself, and you see the genuineness and, and the realness comes out in her. There's no fake or fashion about it, man. So um, check, uh, just check her out when you can. But later on in the show, I'm going to play a wonderful um, poetry by our dear brother Trent Shelton. And he's talking about fake friends. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful two-and-a-half, three-minute video that um, he's talking about fake friends and the types of friends. But then I'm going to end also with our dear brother, T.D. Jakes. He's talking about three types of friends. He did this uh, maybe maybe 15 years ago. Wonderful sermon that he did, but he, but, but I'm going I'm to end with T.D. Jakes, uh, really. And he breaks it down in about seven minutes, man, <laughs> about friendship because – in today's society, man, and and and, and um, you know, uh, people are, are in a self-serve mentality. Nobody is looking out for my brother, as as, as we used to say, "Am I my brother's keeper?" No longer that is the factor. It is every man or woman. For his herself. The one thing about uh, Otavia Cruz's post, um, she says she she does not understand her, and, and she she I think she's around 28, uh, 27, 28 years old. But um, the sad thing about it was she was saying that um, she doesn't she doesn't understand her 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 her, her generation, and she and she labeled them as a um, selfish, greedy. Um, Thirsty for fame, fake generation. And again, I'm paraphrasing what she said, but 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 um, she's just really over the situation of, of of having to deal with people from from Dallas to Atlanta, Miami, because she was she lives in Miami, New York, and, and and she's coming across the same type of people, but in her age bracket, her generation. And again, when, when, when you look at back in 1990, I'm sorry, 19, probably 90, probably 2000, not, not 1990, but uh, around 2000, 98, 2000, 2004, the types of music they were listening to, Drake and, and Lil Wayne and 
Jeezy and and and, um, and 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 the message in the music was all about getting yours, getting yours, doing me. You only live once, you know, and so on and so forth. Two chains in the in the whole game, and and, and meat meals and so forth. And now here this fast forward twenty twenty, these cats are like, oh, the record industry, they want you to, you know, sing ne- negative music and and have a negative. Hell, you knew that you knew that when you signed the contract. You didn't give a damn back back in in, in two thousand two thousand four. You was trying to get get money. And now, many of these rappers are, are, are now confessing about the damages that that uh, their music, uh, uh, just life in, in general. You know, you got you got vicious, violent gangs. You got negative music. You got the preschool to prison pipeline pushing them out of school. You got parents. You know, unfortunately, uh, I'm talking about the good parents first, having to work two, three jobs just to keep a basic roof over their head. That's raggedy as hell. From state to state, churches churches are more focused on memberships than saving souls. Trying to be more, I'm talking about churches now. Trying to be more commercialized in hip hop and, and, and so on and so forth. Trying to bait in bait in the next generation. When 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 when, when, when what they want is they want genuineness. They don't want you to they don't want you to come to their level. They trying to get the hell away from their own level. So amazing. There's so many scenarios, racism, bullying, trauma, mental illness, teen suicide. There's so many scenarios that we have. And yet as a people, we're not acknowledging that the fact that we all we got. <laughs> uh, our dear brother, Dr. John Henry Clark, <laughs> he said it better than anybody when, when, when he, he simply said, you have no friends. In other words, there's no one coming for you or coming to rescue you or, or, or coming to save us. And yet it, it, we, we, we continue on this road of just disrespecting one another particularly our, our, our black women. What a what a shame that is on how black men particular or how we are neglecting and disrespecting and ignoring our black women. But then you're going to back up again and look at the absentee fathers. You don't see your fathers growing up as I did. My father and his friends would come over, <clears throat> and my mother and her friends would come over, and, and, and you saw that, that 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 type of fellowship, that type of relational uh, uh, relation that they had as friends. Not just family, not not just aunties and uncles. I'm talking about they they, they genuinely had friends. And if, if, if my mother couldn't pick us up from school or, or what have you, one of her girlfriends did. These kind of relationships have subsided because we, 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 you know, even though black women are the smartest, and and, and this is all facts, not my opinion, uh, 
black women earn the most and the highest degrees of all nationalities on this planet. And that's, a, that's an awesome thing. But we, we as a people have to be mindful that when they see that, oh, they they come around the corner. They, they meet you before you come around the corner and say that we got to, you know, we, we got we to gotta twist this thing so that it, it, it comes back around to benefit us. And so now, and now black women are achieving great uh, accolades and, and, and degrees and bachelor's and, and doctorate degrees, and, and yet black men are, are, are lagging behind tremendously on all levels, particularly education in, 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 in the prison system. And the black woman is rising, <laughs> but when she gets to the top, she looks, she looks around her, and ain't no man. There to welcome us. That's a cold scenario. That's an awful scenario. And yet, my dear sister Tavia, again, young black sister, accomplished a whole a whole lot in in, in, her, in her 28 years, 20, 26 years of age, independent, doing her thing. On that level, and yet when she looks around, her own peers are trying to climb over her. So tonight we're going to talk about fake friends and why that is, and, and, and we're going to discuss again. As I said, we're going to do it. We're going to deal with Dr. John Henry Clark. You have no friends, our, our brother. Um, uh, Trent Shelton uh, talking about fake friends, and also we're we gonna close it out with our dear brother uh, T.D. Jakes. I'm gonna take this break in a moment, and then we're gonna come back and um, I'm gonna play that insert from my dear brother Trent Shelton, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into this thing um, about the 14 types of friends. You don't want to have around you, and 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 although although um, I, I'd say although that um, a lot of it is a little different than a little different than, than um, you know black friendships is a little different from white friendship, but but some of it is it, pretty common. So I'm gonna read I'm, I'm gonna read this this, this this survey, but then I'm, I'm gonna add some things about it too because. We, we, we live in two different environments, and, and friendships are, are a little different uh, depending on the environment. And, and I know this writer, he wrote it from a, a one side. Well, not one side, but what he knew. You know, he, he, uh, he knew one side of friendship. And um, when you're coming when you're coming from um, from poverty and not a middle class or, or so on and so forth, friendships are a little bit different. So I'm going to take this break, and I'll be right back. And we'll hear uh, from our dear brother Trenton Shelton. Okay, this is Press Lane with PBK Beauty Supply. We're located in at 710 Hope Creek Road, Roswell, Georgia. Uh, we've been here for about two years in this location, but in business in total about 12 years. We feel that we're unique because we're uniquely owned by only African Americans. Only me and my family run the business. My wife and my daughter. Uh, and of course, we support uh, 
for the most part, African American community in three different locations: Alpharetta, Roswell, Canton, Kennesaw, and the surrounding area. Once again, Fresh Line with PD and K Beauty Supply, and our biggest service area here is mainly hair, chemicals, uh, cosmetics, lashes. We also have a full salon in the back, full natural hair salon, where we provide braided services, cornrows, quick weaves, uh, all natural services. All right, we also want to make sure that we invite everyone out that may have a, a mixed child or someone who's having difficulty with trying to tame some of the African-American hair out there. Uh, with natural products, we carry a wide variety of nothing but natural products just for uh, African-American hair. Tame it, style it, take care of it. We also carry a wide variety of different types of hard-to-find individual products, black soaps, um, natural products, uh, things that you just probably normally can't find unless you're on, you know, different factors. All you had to offer was friendship. Like, who would still be around? Real situations expose fake people, so sometimes it takes getting down on life to find who's really them. You see, people pretend well when their souls are for sale. And sometimes it's the ones you love the most that mostly want to see you fail. That's real. Just because they ride with you doesn't mean they ride for you. That's facts. You see, loyalty shouldn't depend on your presence. It's more about how they act behind your back. Who can you trust? I mean, some of us are fighting for people that wouldn't throw a punch for us, and yet these are the ones we call friends. You know, the ones that care so much about your struggle but yet so silent when you win. The ones that bring gossip to you about you, but your name, they never defend. Understand, everybody in your boat might not be rowing, but drilling holes. And as time goes and that jealousy grows, pay attention, because that's when true motives get exposed. Everybody in your circle might not be in your corner. Support doesn't always come from familiar faces. So don't be surprised if God places strangers in your life to take you to higher places. Don't be surprised if your boat makes your circle small. But you got two choices. Let it break you or let it make you. Make your dream even larger. Make your vision see farther. There's more to your path than where you're currently at. And I think life will teach you this. Sometimes the best way to add to your life is not to add to it, but to subtract. Understand, it's not about the size of your circle. It's about the loyalty that's in it. You see, nothing can stop a squad that's dedicated to fighting for the same mission. Focus on the same vision. Does your circle got that type of commitment? Are they happy for you when you win it? Or is it the more you do better, the more their love gets distant? The more their support goes missing. Listen, real friends don't hate on each other. What they do is they push each other to go get it. In your life, do you got those type of friendships? Because mindsets are very contagious. And I promise you this, whoever you consistently surround your life around will surely persuade it. Wake up. Everybody's prayers for you ain't to make it. So do they really got love for you? Or do they just fake it? Do they really got love for you? Or do they just love to use you? The sun is just an opportunity, yeah. That's how these fake friends will do you. They present what you want just to take what they need. And when they can no longer benefit from your life, well, that's when their loyalty leaves. So I'm going to ask you this question again. If all you had to offer was friendship, who would you still be able to call your friend? Tag them to this video. Let them... All right, yeah, that's my man, um, Trent Shelton. And um, 
It's called praying the spoken word. Over, well over uh, one and a half million people have seen this video, man, because, I mean, it's real. And it's so real, everything that he was saying about it is uh, detrimental. So, again, uh, I'm going to recap real quick. So I saw a post on Instagram from a wonderful and talented sister. Uh, she was talking about a generation. I'm talking about from the ages of 24 to 38 years of age. And in this message, she complained about her self-centering, the self-centering of people in today's society. I mean, the every man, woman is literally for themselves and can care less about the next. She goes on to write how a great friendship she once had ended because of a true friend, a true friend, so-called true friend, uh, simply turned their backs on her. And now that the shoe is on the other foot, this now strange friend is standing alone and feeling like they've been let down and abandoned. And it's a cold, cold world. And it's time to put our, 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 your boots on and your coats and, and the caps to walk through that cold, uh, cold atmosphere alone. And also, she added also, you know, again, I mentioned it earlier, you, you got suicide, you, you got people going through all kinds of stuff, man. And um, it's so prevalent that, that we begin uh, to galvanize as a people, man, and, and start loving on one another. For real. So this article I saw, it was out, out of the thought catalog. And um, it was written uh, a, few, a few years ago, and it says the 14, the 14 worst kind of friends to have. And it says here, it says, we all know them. Uh, they may be our best friends, our extended family, or just random people we met online in this era of adding people to every one of, one of our social media platforms after even most fleeting interactions. And I loosely refer to them as friends, and here they are. So number one would be the I have no regret friend. It says everyone has regrets. Who has lived a perfect life? I'm sure, I'm sure you, you could have taken a left instead of a right uh, that one night and, and not even outside your ex's house crying into a bag of Cheetos. You just choose to ignore the past and look forward, and that's fine. I totally buy your statement that your life has played out exactly as you want it. Beware of this friend when paired with the motivational friend described below. below. It's, tsunami, it's a tsunami of bullshit. So often, man, you, you get friends who, who make some of the most worst mistakes to the point, I mean, like, like I said, you, 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 you went left instead of right. You know, I, I, I tell my girls all the time, I used, I used to tell them all the time growing up when they were in high school, you know, you only one, one mistake away from ruining your life. So when people, well, those friends, who I, I've had quite a few of them who, who pretended to have no regrets. They're the ones who, who just really ignored their faults and just and just pretended like you know it, it's all good. And um, yeah, they, 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 these kind of friends, the no regrets friends, are pretty dangerous. Dangerous to be around, man. They, they really are because they're not, they'll never give you no, no good advice. They will tell you to do any, anything that's bad for you. They're going to push you towards that. Because they have mastered failing. That's why they have no regrets. And then the friends with benefits, you know, that's another one. Uh, that was, that, that was uh, it, it needs no explanation on that. And a lot of guys hanging around hoping um, they can score with a chick and, and they're just there. 
you know, waiting for the opportunity, uh, you know, touchy-feely, um, call them, and, and then have an attitude if she if she's out with a boyfriend or something like that. So friends with benefits, that's another one, a friend that you hate to have. Because sometimes, you know, those kind of friendships, and, I, and I've seen them, you, you sometimes got to cut them off, you know, I mean, because it's not genuine in the first place. And then number three would be, I don't I don't have to watch TV, friend. Really? I guess you just read books all the time and do do hot yoga. You are aware there's something there's something out there called pulp culture. And congratulations, uh, you just excluded being able to have a relevant conversation with 90% of the population. Now, you know, I've had some friends that say they don't watch TV and, and things of that nature, and that's fine. I mean, you know, because let's be honest, ain't it, there's nothing on it but smut anyway. But damn, do you read? <laughs> you know, because when, when, when things happen, you know, and, and this is pretty common, I, I feel, with this society, they they don't care about nothing, bro. You know, and, and don't care about a, not too much anything. Well, I don't, I, I don't watch TV. I don't, I, I don't know. You know, and, and what I what I'm finding in this generation too, and again, I'm not bad. I'm not badgering this generation because number one, I I believe my generation. Over fifty, me in particular, we failed them. So, so I don't want you to think I'm bashing them. Um, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to my generation in, in a minute, but I'm just just gonna read these things off real quick, and then, you know, number four says I want I want this a nice I want to date a nice guy friend. Uh, number five is it was meant to be friend, and then the overshare, you know, again a lot of these don't don't really pertain to, you know, to to, to our culture. Uh, so to speak. So I'm just reading them out. Um, then the other one has I, I don't I, you know, I don't have time to date friend. A lot of now again getting back to our sisters. A lot, a lot of women are career are career oriented man. They don't want kids. They don't want marriage right now. And they, and, and, and again, that's one other thing. Um, Dr. Francis Cross Wellesley even said that she don't think men and women, black men and women, should get married till they turn 35. So they they uh, achieve uh, their their goal as far as their careers and what have you, and they and they have the maturity. To be mothers and fathers and, and, and more stable, you know. And that, that, again, that's my dear Dr. Francis Wilson. And the other one is the overanalyzer. Now, this this one uh, is pretty deep because you get a phone call from this one whenever there is the slightest hiccup in their lives, and the call usually comes under the guise of something else. But eventually, the point of the call will be analyzed of why someone did something. It may or may not be even involve them. They desperately need your opinion and five other people's opinion on subjects because they don't trust their own. It's usually about a simple text or social media post, but everything, I mean everything, gets analyzed to the point of inducing vomit. Yes. A lot of people like that. I, I, I've had a brother like that. Anything he reads, he, I mean, he, he, it, it's like the Bible. Ain't got nothing to do with him, but it's like, it, it, it's like the Bible. He can, he can go from CNN, BET, ESPN, and he had three different versions. And he'll be a, he'll be in a conversation all night long with anybody that I mean, even strangers, talking about the, about the scenarios. And, and, and you would think twenty people have died right in front of him. Then the other friend who loves to borrow money, I'll pay you pay you next week, friend. We all got that kind of friend. A friend of mine told me her father told her. If you can't afford to lend it, don't borrow it, because most most of the nine times out of ten you won't get it back. Then there's the motivational the motivational friend. 
they they refuse to allow other people, um, other people to, to be sad, and you know they're always upbeat and positive, and um, even even when you because sometimes you need you need a moment, man, to 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 to, to uh, analyze things there, or uh, say you know you, you you've had a bad day. So you, you you work in a hospital. You had a bad day with, with a patient, and so on and so forth. And and you just want you you, you want to, you want to vent, but but you you know you don't you don't really you're not really concerned about somebody telling you. You just want to vent sometimes. This person like, oh, don't worry about it, man. You know, tomorrow's a new day, and so you know, and and, and you know you 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 like you know, let me just have a moment to reflect on my day. Before you you try to pretend like everything is great when someone just died on my watch, that kind of friend, and then the other friend who, 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 who number eleven, the friend talks about I'm so over it. That's a funny person too because uh, I had a, a friend of mine I had to cut off because she had, had a, a, a this dude she was dating, you know, found the brother got five baby mamas. And he and, and he's you know threatening her and, and now she's pregnant and she's uh, and um, he wants her to come over his house and and, and lay up with him, but she got to get up before six because he lives in the basement with his auntie, forty two year old man, and she goes on and on and on about how he treats her. He called this baby mama called that day. Hey man, I had to cut off. That was over. <laughs> That's number eleven. Another friend. That talks about ignore it and it'll, it'll go away. And this friend here, they're related to the the, uh, the over it friends. They shrug off every major issue with a simple cliche, just like let it go. Or, this too will pass. They just have a book of proverbs on their nightstand because every single issue in the entire world can be summarily dismissed with a five word sentence. And if I hear, don't cry with spilled milk. One more time. Their solution to everything is to not deal with anything, have another drink, and listen to the band. But I, I, I've had some friends like this, too, who just, you know, they, they, they don't have a care in the world. They really don't. You know, then, then the, again, the, over, the over, oversimplifier is the one that, you know, you know, hey, you know, your mother just died in a car crash, and they come and, you know, this is number 13, oversimplifier. And they'll tell you, hey, man, I mean, you know, she was 75, at least she lived. <laughs> you know, that person who always says the wrong thing at the wrong time and oversimplify. Very cold, very cold-hearted. And, and and too many people of all nationalities have an oversimplifier who, who, who just have no compassion. Every, everything, you know, that, that happens to you now is, you know, man, don't worry about it. You know, my wife and I getting divorced. Shoot, you know, she find all these women out here in Atlanta, find another one. That kind, of, that kind of uh, friendship. They have no sympathy, no, no no compassion, or nothing at all. And then finally, uh, I don't care about other people think about me. I don't care. I had a friend of mine that I, I cut her off last two weeks ago. We got into a heated argument because. Another friend said, "Hey man, you, you know your girl out sick today," and I said, "Really?" And he's and I and I, I, I said, "Who's you know?" I said another person's name. He said, "No, this other girl." So another female friend of mine, the brother was telling me about who who, who was who was who was sick today, 
But the female friend of mine, she jumps up. We're not talking to her. Why are you worrying about that B? I don't give a F about that B. F that B. F you. I don't give a F. You know, p- people who, who who just don't care about nothing. Uh, you you need to be worrying. You know, worry about yourself. You're always worrying about you know. And again, I just walk. I just walked into work, and and, and the brother just said, "Hey, you know, you, you, your girl called out today." I thought he was talking about another person, but he was talking about another, another uh, a friend of mine. And and, and I'm asking, and, and this sister who, who was doing it, I don't care, I don't care, you know, you know, I don't care what people think about me in the whole nine. Um, she does this all the time. And and and, and I've known her for over a year and a half, and, and I've kind of let it slide. But man, it, it, she got up under my skin so badly, I had to go hammer. And I asked her, I I said, what if Jesus told us? I don't care about them people, God. I'm worried about me. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about my own skin. Let them die. Why should I save them? You know, and, and she asked me, "Why you got to bring God into this mess?" I mean, you know, but but everything about this sister is is, is, is like negative. She's an oversimplifier. I don't care. Ignore it. I mean, very cold-hearted sister. And uh, and again, that's why I mentioned early on uh, uh, about about the mental issues and trauma. And I told her, you know, you know, you you have a lot of pain, a lot of a lot of anger and hate inside of you. I don't know where it came from. And mind you, she's she's fifty years old, and just doesn't talk. Every every time she she speaks, she's in a, in a yelling mode. She could be happy in, in, in yelling mode. And again, these are. Some of the people that that I tolerated, they weren't friends, but I tolerated, and and, and no longer uh, could I tolerate that type of friend. I'm gonna play this thing by our dear brother, uh, Dr. John Henry Clark, a, a, a brief little scenario. He's telling black folk, "You ain't got no friends." He's our real brother, John Henry Clark, briefly. Did you got that sign mess? They didn't pick me up. To go to the assignment, I followed their instructions and waited at the hotel. I would love to be here when I can uh, be more fully in depth on this subject because there's a whole lot of illusions about Africa's relationship with other people in the world. There's a whole lot of illusions about our relationship to the religions in the world. And these belief systems that had its origin in Africa all of them, and there is no exception, turned on African people. I said there is no exception. And there's one thing you have to get through your mind and keep it. Nothing that ever came from the European mind was meant to do anything but facilitate European domination of the world. And I said there's no exception. Everything that was brought into this continent, everything, every idea, every so-called religion, was meant to dominate and to control. The Alps had no illusions about it. The Europeans had no illusions about it. You were the ones with the illusions. And yet every element that went into the making of every major religion in the world started in Africa. Why is it that you are so naive? You let people redress something that you invented so 
people of the world and the fact that we created peaceful nations that had no word for jail because no one had ever gone to one. No word for old people's home because no one ever thrown away grandma and grandpa. No word for orphanage. We did all of this and over half of human civilization was over before we knew that a European was in the world. Before he wore a shoe or lived in a house that had a window. Now, Africa has always and still is the prize for the whole world. We as a people have always been the world's richest people, culturally rich, mineral rich. We have always been the prize because we have always had and still have something that other people won't, think they can't do without, and don't care to pay for. Because we have always been the prize, we have been under siege for over 3,000 years. Nothing that ever brought into Africa from the outside was meant to do the Africans any good. That means all other religions. Islam was the handmaiden of Arab imperialism. Christianity was the handmaiden of European imperialism. The Hebrew faith was the handmaiden of a concept called the chosen people. Now, if God is kind and God is merciful and God has no stepchildren, he won't choose one over the other. And to say he chose some people, you're making him a bigot. And to say that he indulged in slavery of one people over the other, you're making him an assessment to murder. The Arabs used Islam to rationalize their slavery and their imperialism. The Europeans used Christianity to rationalize their slavery and imperialism. Who are you kidding about friends in the world? Damn it, if you want a friend, look in the mirror. There's a billion African people on the face of this earth. Why are you buying third-rate junk from third-rate people thinking you can't make it? Why don't you at least make a safe depend on your child's diaper together? Who has programmed your mind to thinking you can't make a car? The first man that made a car that had never seen one previously. The Japanese bought cars, bought locomotives, broke them down and studied them, and had a Japanese technician produce each piece, put it together, and had a much better train than the one they copied from. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I do remember Dr. John Henry Clark. I just want to play that piece for you, man, in, in short, because of the fact that we as a people, we all we got. And we got to reach back. I'm talking to elders. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking athletes, entertainers, you know, T.I. And, and, and Killer Mike, and that's fine and Danny. They, they want to, you know, now the, the new fad is to do these summits. We don't have time for no, no more talking. We got to start being producers, producers of things in this world. And it starts with, with, with our youth, with our babies. Everybody want to talk to where they are now. No, we, we got to reach back and, and, and grab these babies. 
Shout out to Dr. Umar Johnson. He's trying to put the school together. You don't see Killer Mike talking about Umar Johnson, do you? Or T.I. If they really about that, you know, about their life, find out if he's lying or not. Give me with the brother. Sit down and talk with him. But all, 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 all these side shows, lectures, and, and, and some, I don't, hey, man, Tyreek and Sheed, I don't want to see them, no more lectures. Producers, doers. But the only way that's going to get done, man, if, if, if we begin to unite, get some help with this trauma, with, with, with the mental illness, put down all this self-centered, selfish mentality, and begin, like 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 uh, like uh, Dr. John Henry Clark say, to, be, to, get, to begin to at least make a safety pin for yourself. <laughs> and as we always say in parting, to love yourselves and to know yourselves. And to know yourselves comes by spending time with God. We thank you. Again, this thing was dedicated to our dear sister, man, Tavia Cruz. Uh, thank you for inspiring me tonight to do a show about friends and fake friends. Peace and God bless. Here's T.D. Jakes. Do not categorize the blessing by colors. It is not the colors you need to watch. It is the character. Watch out for the character. Mm. I'm going to tell you, there, there are three basic types of people that you will interact with if you are a child of destiny. Are you, can I share this with you? The first group are confidants. Confidants. You will have very few of them. Confidants are those people in your life who love you unconditionally. They are into you. Whether you're up or down, right or wrong, they are into you. They are in for the long haul. If you get in trouble, they get in trouble with you. They'll come see you in the jailhouse. They'll come get you out of the crack house. They're confidants. You can open up and share anything with them. You'll never inherit your kingdom until you find your confidant. <laughs> you can't be David till you find your Jonathan. Having a good confidant is the key that unlocks the kingdom because you were raised outside the gate and God's going to cause you to reach over the wall. You've got to have a confidant behind the wall who can mentor you for what God is going to do next in your life. The problem with most people is that everybody they run around with is under them. And so you are forever feeding people who can't feed you. And after years of feeding them, they begin to drain you. You've got to have somebody who can feed you so you can feed somebody else. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Am I talking to anybody in here? You, you need the confidant then. The confidant is those few people that come along in your life that are for you. They are with you. They are intimately intertwined in your life. They are there to make sure that you reach your destiny. They will confront you. They will get in your face. They will get in your business. They will tell you when you're wrong because they are confidants. If you have two or three of them in a lifetime, you are a blessed person. Without them, you'll never be who God called you to be. You need to find your confidant. Number two, the other group are your constituents. They are not into you. They are into what you are for. 
They are for what you are for. They are your constituents. And as long as you are for what they are for, they will walk with you and work with you and labor with you, but never think that they are for you. They are for what you are for. And you have to know that because if they meet somebody else that will further their agenda, they will leave you and hook up with them because they were never for you. They were just for what you were for. They are your constituents. And throughout your life, if you're not careful, particularly if you're broken, you will mistake your constituents for your confidence. 